So the Sixers finally have a new backup center, but is he the permanent option? A lot of fans frustrated with the move. Also, did Matisse Thibel call out the organization? We'll break all of it down here on Philly Take with RB. Perfect. What is going on, everyone? RB here. Welcome into the show. Hit the like button if you do enjoy these videos. Subscribe by hitting that red button down below and hit that bell so you do not miss any of the upcoming coverage. Today, we are back. A lot going on. I know I didn't get to cover the game yesterday. It was kind of a Super Bowl hangover and, you know, just a lot of things going on. The Sixers got the W against the Houston Rockets. Good win. Solid win. Good to see Jalen McDaniels getting some good play in there, some good run. Uh, everybody else did their job, and you won a game that you were supposed to win, and that's really what that one goes down in the books as. But there is a lot more uh, news, storylines, a lot of things that we need to cover here today, and uh, we need to react to the Sixers finally getting their new backup center and also Matisse Thibel and what he had to say last night after his Blazers debut. But before we get into our thoughts, shout out to the sponsor here of today's show, Aura a leading provider in digital safety and fraud protection. Whether you purchased your last vehicle or, you know, tried to buy something at the store, whatever it may be, I am sure that everybody out there has had an experience with some type of data hacker trying to get into their information. This is exactly what happened to me multiple times. In fact, when I went to purchase my last vehicle, I couldn't even finalize the paperwork right away because somebody had tried to open a loan in my name. Anyway, that is one example of an issue of what Aura aims to prevent. Aura is an easy-to-use app that includes everything you need to stay safe online by protecting you from scammers on the internet. They fight back against those annoying websites that try to make your personal info public, and they alert you if any of your private info is found. Aura gives you near real-time alerts on suspicious credit inquiries and even provides a VPN, which allows you to stay anonymous online. They even have a password manager that keeps your credentials safe. So, Take the next step in protecting your online safety. Go down to the description, sign up, and click the link. You get a two-week free trial of all of the services that they have to offer. Again, two-week free trial. Click that link down in the description. Okay, let's talk about what happened last night. Uh, obviously, in the morning time, it kind of went uh, under the radar. You know, a lot of the Philadelphia fans weren't really paying attention to Twitter and the news because... They were upset about the Super Bowl hangover. In fact, I'm still upset about it. But nonetheless, Daryl Morey added on to it right away by going out and making a move. That is right. The Sixers finally have a backup center, and it is Dwayne Dedman, and he has been signed for the rest of the season. Didn't get to really touch on this or give my thoughts. Really, what is there to say? You know, Dwayne Dedman is not... Any guy who's going to jump off the stat sheet, he's not a guy who's going to jump off the floor, especially where he's at in his career. Um, still not too old, getting you know a little bit older, a lot more experience. He's been in the league since like 2012 or 2013. It was actually with the Sixers for a span of 11 games, I believe it was, back in 2013, all the way back then. Uh, and it's funny to see him come full circle and, and get back to the team. But the Sixers go out and they sign Dwayne Dedman. Obviously, they were not able to get a deal done. At the trade deadline, a lot of people wanted Andre Drummond, including myself. A lot of people wanted Nerlens Noel. Now, maybe you hope and, and pray that a Noel gets bought out by the Detroit Pistons. I mean, who knows if it's going to happen? At the end of the day, after the trade deadline, I sat up here and I said, now you have to hope and pray, right? Because last year, everybody was emphasizing the buyout market. Yes, yes, the buyout market, the buyout market. 
And what happened? You ended up with Willie Cauley sign, who I tried to tell people was not going to do anything. I think he played for about two minutes and then was cut. And then you had DeAndre Jordan. And we all know how that story went down. So now you have Dwayne Dedman, who actually statistically was one of the worst centers over the past month before getting cut by the Miami Heat. And, you know, he's just, he's not that productive of a player. So the fact that the Sixers signed him for the rest of the season is actually concerning to me. I'm not saying he can't do anything, but he's not too much of a rim protector. Yes, he can hit an occasional shot and he can kind of just survive in there a little bit, but I still don't think he's much of an upgrade over Montrez Harrell or Paul Reed. I mean, at this point, you might as well just play Paul Reed if you have nobody else out there as an option. Now, you still have a month, two months, right? Maybe someone else gets bought out and I'm sure the Sixers will be all over it, but there has to be something said. And a lot of Sixer fans are frustrated, deservingly so, because this team is trying to get over the hump. They're trying to go for a championship run. If the Sixers don't make it past the second round this year, you might see some major changes. And a lot of people just don't feel that this organization right now is too serious about getting over that hump finally after five, six years. But anyway, in addition to that, I put out this tweet because I think it's interesting back uh, in October, back in November, when Daryl Morey was asked about the rotation, when Doc Rivers was asked about playing certain guys and why they left that open roster spot, which I will continue to echo. I know people get frustrated with it, but at the end of the day, the Sixers had two you know, homegrown guys that they drafted, that they used assets to get, and they've used a lot of first-round picks on guys that haven't panned out. Well, they used two late-round picks to get Isaiah Joe, Charles Bassey, and those guys looked promising in the limited time that they had. Don't tell me that, oh, they didn't shock the world. No guy's going to shock the world when he gets a seven-minute sample size last year or when he comes in for one game and then sits for the next 18. But they showed some promise, and they showed more potential than what the Sixers had. Anyway, Doc Rivers and Daryl Morey said that there was an open roster spot, and it was there to be utilized come February. Because I had a lot of guests on the show. We were trying to predict who was going to get cut out of the two. We knew Trevlin Queen was gone, and the Sixers end up shocking everybody and cutting both, when in fact, both of those guys could have been productive players right now, and you see the Sixers are lacking, for example, a backup like Bassey who could at least come in and and man the paint, which he showed that he can do last year, and it's just frustrating, um, and the Sixers now kind of seem lost. I mean, that roster spot that they talked about back in October was just fulfilled by Dwayne Dedman. How does Sixer Nation feel about that? And I think it just goes to show and echo even more that the Sixers might have a development issue. Speaking of which, let's go down the line. Isaiah Joe is currently shooting an NBA's best 45.8% from three. Yo, RP, why do, you, why do you keep talking about Isaiah Joe? Shouldn't you be happy for him? I'm happy for Isaiah Joe, the guy, but damn it, I am not happy. I am not happy in general because this guy was on the roster. You got rid of him for nothing. Nada. Imagine me giving you something that you desire and adore for free. And you say, nope, I don't want it. And whatever that thing is ends up being a million dollars, you know, of, of certain value. And, and, you know, how would you feel about that? How would you feel about that? Isaiah Joe is, is a productive player. I knew it before the draft. I knew it when he came here. And when I saw him in a limited sample size and he's, and not only is he just being a productive player with some upside, he is shooting the best from deep in the NBA. There is something to be said about why the Sixers didn't give him more minutes and why they couldn't develop him quicker. Daryl Morey said it last week. You know, sometimes you have to cut good players. Well, they cut a good player to leave an open roster spot, 
and they got Dwayne Dedman. I mean, how does that sound to Sixer Nation? Also, Charles Bassey earlier today just signed a four-year deal, $10 million with the San Antonio Spurs. You know what that is? That's called making good investments. They know Bassey can develop. They know if they put more resources and time into it, he's going to shine and excel. He will get more minutes now. He will get more run. They are investing in Charles Bassey. And if he becomes a a $20 million a year player, guess what? They have him for $2.5 million per year. That is a smart organization and a smart move. But anyway, speaking of this whole development thing, uh, you know, it just continues to get frustrating. Now, the Sixers went and they traded for Jalen McDaniels, who I'm going to put out a different piece on. Uh, I want to kind of analyze, break down his first couple games. I think he's been pretty well. I, I like what he's doing. I think he's doing a lot of the little things right. And he just looks, you know, to bring some more athleticism and he's kind of spacing the floor a little bit and kind of just making it look more natural. You know, I like how he is fitting in as a forward. But nonetheless, the Sixers give up Matisse Thibel. And Thibel last night, in pure fashion, just like an Isaiah Joe or whoever, goes out in his Blazers debut. And I tweeted this out. Here were his stats through the third quarter, halfway through the third quarter. 14 points, four for six from deep, six rebounds, two assists, two steals, and three blocks. I think it was one steal in 23 minutes. I think he ended up playing 26 minutes. I mean, is it common sense or what? How many times did Sixer fans sit up here this season and say, play Matisse Thibel, play Matisse Thibel? Yes, he wasn't the reason they were directly winning games, but the Sixers were 13-0 and when Matisse Thibel played 20 or more minutes. What do the Blazers do? They bring him right in, they start him, they play him 20-plus minutes, and they blow out the Lakers. Dame was on fire. Thibel was a contributor. Boom, right away. Now, am I saying that Thibel's going to keep this up every game? No. Am I saying that he's going to shock the world? No. But I think one day he could be an all-star. I think he could return to all-NBA defender form, and I think he could be a productive player. No, it wasn't going to work out in Philly, because Doc Rivers doesn't give guys the chance to develop. No, it wasn't going to work out in Philly because the Sixers have a development issue. Okay, I'm starting to really, really see it. I've seen it before, but I mean, it's clear as day. These guys go to other teams. Look what they do. It, it There's something to be said about it. And what made it worse, what capped it off last night, here's Thibel and what he had to say in the postgame interview. Listen closely. Yeah, and it felt really good. I felt, like, first thing was just I felt comfortable. And like I didn't realize how much like, you can take that for granted. So just to be out there and feel comfortable, and like you said, to feel, to feel and know that like I'm wanted and needed, and like the coaching staff, the players have my back. It, yeah. I mean, I think it showed in just my ability to play and be more of myself. I think. What that just told me right there is that the Sixers coaching staff is limiting certain guys' talent and development based off the system, based off how they play. He just pretty much said it like he didn't feel wanted, you know, getting eight minutes off the bench and not playing for six games. He didn't feel like he was a part of the team, like his skill set was being utilized. And I agree. I've said that all year. Uh, I've seen him be a more willing shooter. I've seen him, you know, explode in certain moments, but not be able to put it together similar to these other guys because they don't play consistently. And look what he did in his first game with the Blazers. It's something. And four for six from deep. Really? Really? The Sixers, yeah, I mean, this is why they've they've blown a lot of these first-round picks. They can't uh, draft well right now, but they're also not developing the talent they have. It's very, very frustrating to hear, um, and it's telling. It is telling by how Thibault, and he just seems happy. He just seems happy for a fresh start. But nonetheless, that is where we are at. Uh, one last piece of news, James Harden has signed an agent uh, who is Troy Payne of Equity Basketball. 
former Adidas executive. What this means is that the Sixers are on the clock, man. They need to get past a certain point. They need to show James Harden that they are willing and able to contend. Because let me tell you something right now, James Harden is about to get a bag. And if it's in Philadelphia, it'll only be if this team uh, makes him feel like he can be a champion because that's the last thing he needs to do. Those are just my thoughts. Give me all of yours down below in the comment section. How do you feel about all of this? Let me know. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe. And like always, I will catch you all on the next one. Peace. Peace.